Good morning, folks, and welcome to Vikings Territory Breakdown. Just another beautiful day in the neighborhood. I got my uh, cup of Joe here. It's literally a cup of Joe because right there, that's me. That's Joe. And that's some other guy, that guy there. But it's really not Joe because it's tea, so it's not cup of Joe. So anything to talk about, Mark? I don't know. I mean, I we could just talk about the weather. You know, Thanksgiving's coming. I, you know, uh, nothing happened recently, right? Nothing, nothing are going we, on. Are we, are we back to tanking? We have to tank? <laughs> There's a plan. We could call it Thanksgiving. Yeah, we could yeah, call it Thanksgiving. Yeah. Thanksgiving episode. If we just stop winning occasionally, then we this tanking thing would have been would have taken <laughs> off. Yeah, the Vikings gagged it up, and uh, you know, I, as as uh, I, I wrote earlier, it's it was like deja vu, all turnover again. Uh, wow. uh, they uh, thank you. They uh, they gagged up three turnovers, one on the first drive again. And I think you wrote that it was well. You, I, I saw you remark somewhere that it was the fifth time on the first series they've given one up. Good lord, that's not you know. Usually they quarter the coaches script something for the first drive. They shouldn't be scripting turnovers. Well, I think yeah, if they're scripting. They got they got they got to cut the turnover part out. You know, it's uh, their average plays and opening possessions this year is like five plays, like twenty eight yards. Uh, one first down, but they have five turnovers uh, that have led to 20 points. Uh, one of them was a pick six, uh, but the others, you know, the uh, the defense has given up two touchdowns, and I think a couple field goals and um, or one touchdown. Anyways, it's like, well, yeah, when you when you start off like that, it it just uh, it's unsustainable. Um, you're you're just always going down. You know the defense did an amazing job in holding. You know three turnovers and holding them to nine points. Yeah, uh, that that's uh, incredible. Whenever you think about where they were, uh, the thirty yard line, the nine yard line, uh, that you know that they stood up like that. So yeah, to me it's 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 very much this similar. You know we had this these similar games in 2021. They went the wrong way on on uh, Zimmer, he got fired. Then last year, they well, this same sort of script. They won them all. And then this year, they're kind of in between. So uh, this is, I, mean, we t- I said it last week, um, you know, that this was just felt like an NFL correction time for me. It's when a team is up there and they're, re- you know, they had won five games more than anybody in the league. It's just time. And plus they're on the road, it's prime time. Den- Denver's not as bad as the stats say. It was t- kind of time to like even things out. Oh, so now you're trying to do the prediction segment now, and will remind everybody that. Well, you- yeah, I, 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 you know, I'm just saying what I said last week. Everything went exactly the way I said, Joe, as it always does. You know, yeah, we, we know right. that, right? I tell you, you know, of all, I mean, in fact, I even probably asked you about it last week, and there's all this NFL's a Twitter with. Uh, coach of the year for KOC and I'm not really ready to say he's not but boy oh boy last week we talked about they scored a field they got a field goal on their first drive which doubled their output on the first drive for the rest of the season and what they're doing each is is the turnovers instead what's I mean that's got to be coaching you know a little bit that they're not they're not quite wired up at when the when the uh kickoff comes I mean I, I remember times where you've seen a, a team that just they're just ready to go. They know exactly what they're going to do. Get out of the huddle, and they're going to march down that field and score. I don't know. It's uh, 
I'm not blaming O'Connell. There's plenty of that to come. But uh, I tell you, uh, if you want to talk about that first turnover, I mean, talk first about the play. It was third down and one. And what's the hottest, the biggest topic in the NFL this year is the tush push, the brotherly shove, the whatever you want, what people were calling the Josh Mosh. It should have been the Josh Mosh, you know, to instead – they put Hawkinson behind center. He takes the snap, pitches, uh, uh, throws a pitch to uh, uh, Josh uh, Dobbs, and he gets hammered, fumbles, you know, and it goes the other way. I heard someone say, what a terrible call, because as soon as they put Hawkinson there and they put you, you put uh, Josh behind him, you know they're going to throw it to uh, – they're going to pitch it to, to Dobbs. And so everybody zeroed in on that. It was just a bad play design. Anyway, well, what that, that was my that, – that was my feeling, you know, and that's – I understand what, what happened with the, the hit with Kareem Jackson coming down and all that. They didn't call it and everything. But, you know, there's two parts of that play that, that you know, that, that, that I thought about. So at the game, you know, O'Connell comes in. First, you know, there's that pause for the first question – so I started at the beginning. I was like, you know, can you, and it's not a, you know, Hey, this man knows more about football than, than you and I, and all of us in the media, you know, can probably, you know, ever will ever for, he could forgotten more than we know. So I'll start off with that. But I just said, you know, why in that situation, third and one, got a yard to go, to go third play of the game. Why something so exotic? Why a trick play in that situation? And, um, he's not a guy that gets miffed very often. And I don't know that he was miffed, but it's, that's as close as I've ever seen him to getting kind of like, you know, like, well, if, if it were, if we, if it had worked, we'd all be talking about how good a play it was. Oh, and, come on, KOC. You know, you got to get this question. But no, 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 no I'm not, I don't, I don't want to paint. I mean, people can go back and look at the video. He's not, yeah. not he's not like a, you know, grr, you know, guy coming. He just, Maybe he my is. Sense, my sense was it was like as close as he came to like, you know, it's, you know, being miffed about something. So, and he just lost a hard game. So, uh, but, uh, you know, he, here's my feeling about that play is one, by, by Hawkinson coming in under center, it draws more attention to the middle of the field. You're right. Where's it going to go? It's going to be a pitch to Dobbs. So that, to me, it's, it's clearly, a, you know, a quarterback sweep. So now you've got all the focus on that. It really takes away his run pass option. Um, and what are you setting up? I mean, are you setting up a, you know, is Hawkinson going to throw, you know, a 60 yard pass? Yeah, on no, no. The first, the first ever pass from tight end to tight end, he's going to hit Josh Oliver. for a so, so I didn't like, I didn't, I didn't care for it, but you know, it, he explained, <laughs> he, he also explained that, you know, if there's three, basically there's three blocks, there's a block one, block two, block three. Well, if you look at that play, you know, Madison and uh, Darisaw are kind of leading the way around the end. Neither they, they go to the same spot. There's one guy There's So there's one guy with two to with two blockers, one guy. So there's really no one that, you know, uh, Jackson comes from from 10 yards deep untouched. So the whole thing kind of the blocking got discombobulated. I'm not saying I don't know who was supposed to go where, but I do know that two guys aren't supposed to go to one person. Um, and maybe KJ Osborne might've been the only guy who, who did his job. He was blocking a guy, uh, 56 comes through, uh, or, you know, 49 comes through and, and, and sort of like redirects Dobbs back to the middle. Then Dobbs is trying to make something happen. 56 gets a hold of him and starts pulling the ball away before, you know, uh, Kareem Jackson yep. blows him up. 
And so that ball is coming out before you, know, you can see. I mean, they, they should have thrown a flag on that guy. He should have been kicked out of the game, and he did get suspended yesterday, a day after the game. But, you know, they, yes, they missed that call. 100% they missed that call. I don't know why they missed that call. Maybe they thought that uh, we're, if we throw a flag again on this guy, we're picking on him because he's had a history of this. Yeah, they, they um, took his first four-game suspension and reduced it to two. I'm yeah. sorry, they're not picking on him. He's he's. No, he's, no, no. I'm saying maybe. maybe I know you're not. Why maybe they not. didn't throw this one was that you know we can't we can't flag him every time. I don't know. I have no idea, but uh, yes, they 100 should have been flagged. That that should have been Vikings ball would have changed the game. But I still don't like the play call. Yeah, the play call is bad. I, as far as the penalty is, you know, you're you making. I know you're just speculating because none of us know, but they can't start. The refs cannot do that. And think, oh my God, uh, well, are we picking on this guy? You know, and they that can't enter it. If you see a penalty and how they did not see it is I'm totally yeah. speculating. I mean, I, I know you are. I'm saying you are. I'm just saying they can't do that because we we've yelled about it the, going the other way in the past. I have, you know, it's like you can't let I know they're human, they have, but you can't let that crap come in. You see a play like that on your quarterback when the whole emphasis about this thing is protecting quarterbacks, and just because he's not Patrick Mahomes, he doesn't get a, a helmet blown up to his chin, and you don't call a flag. It's too early. What the heck are these guys thinking? I don't know. I'm not saying you're spec. You're you're, you're saying anything, but the only thing I'm thinking, maybe you know, maybe he's his because he does lower the helmet. He launches. He does all the things you're not supposed to. Whether right. it's a quarterback or a running back, I did ask the question, and this is you know based on hadn't had a chance to watch the replay. You know, you're sitting in a press box. You're you know the, the plays on the other side of the field. You know, you're sort of in the in the replay. I you know had a bad angle on a replay in, in the press box, and so I was asking, you know, do, well, do the rules change if you, you know? Because essentially, you made him a running back, you know, by yeah. pitching it to him. Uh, but regardless, that that was a, a, a that's a, true. That's a good point. A penalty that should have you know should have been called that wasn't, and you know he does come like shooting through a, a tunnel basically and pops him. So, and I'm thinking maybe you know that what they're seeing it's first of all it's happening really fast. Secondly. He does kind of hit chest a little bit, but then he comes up to the face mask. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I don't know. I'm speculating for them, but in the end, uh, you know, the league caught up to him a day later. Doesn't do the Vikings any good, uh, but uh, they caught up to him a day later and suspended him for four games again. I believe that's that. You know, all you know, that's still beside the point because I'm glad you asked the question of KOC. I mean that. Uh, a question needed to be asked. It, it was too cute. It was too much there. I, he does like to throw in things that people aren't suspecting. It's a great thing to do. I mean, the, the fake punt later in the game was huge. It should have put them on the path of victory. Um, and he will do this every once in a while, do something that nobody's seen heretofore. And yeah, he's right. If they execute it, it's great. But it's there. I, I don't know if if that's the best use of your weapons. You know, maybe if the blocking was better, like you said, it would have worked. But it doesn't matter. It, we wouldn't be talking about it. But uh, it's another example. It's another example of you know, basically, when you watch the Eagles, the Eagles are the rest of the league is first and ten. The Eagles is the first and nine. I mean, they only have to get nine yards. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then the tenth yard is just a is a is, is okay. Well, you know. And the Vikings did get the you know, fourth and one. They did convert two fourth and ones with sneaks uh, later right. on in the game. Uh, I just feel like that's way too many moving parts. It's way too many. Um, it's way too much uh, execution that has to be done for a, 
you know, and to me, frankly, give it just because I said, I told, asked Joshua, I uh, said, when you get a pitch like that, because so much of what he does it makes him so good is that he can elude and he's, he's always looking downfield and he can just, uh, you know, he's elusive in that way. And I said that taking a pitch, you know, alter your eye, you know, take your eyes, he's just a split second off the defense. He said, right. no, it was no different than a, than a, than a shotgun snap. So I'm thinking just give him the shotgun snap and have TJ somewhere that where he could throw to him. So, but yeah, we, you know, obviously don't agree with what O'Connell called in that situation, but um, I still, you know, the, the guy, is, the guy is an exceptional play caller. He's a good coach. Yes, he uh, is. He's still in the running for coach of the year. So it's okay to like, you know, it doesn't have to be, we hate him. We love him. This no. situation. It's like, that was just, a that's, bad. that's the way it is. Uh, I, I'll say this finally and let it go. You know, they haven't been practicing that, that play for since training camp. That one just came in last week. So they might not have been re ready to throw it out there just yet. They have not because they have not, did not practice that play with Kirk cousins when he was quarterback. Uh, That's no, all I'm saying. Anyway, there are a few touchdowns in that game that I'm sure we'll talk about that. Uh, you know, Kirk's got a lot of strengths, but those, uh, those are not, aren't, aren't one, aren't two of them. All right. I, before we leave, I got one more time because it, the, the the turnovers are killing this season. They are they are in the minus six in the differential, which is tied for 29th. They're they're they have 14 fumbles, which are the most in the league. They have six interceptions, and that's tied for uh, you know uh, sixth. You know, so they're not doing too bad on inter on interceptions. But 20 giveaways, they're tied for 30th with your old old Cleveland Browns over there. So. Uh, that's something's got to change. And, you know, I did, I did notice this and we talked about this in a little bit, but Chandler, uh, Ty Chandler does not carry the ball. Like, uh, Madison who fumbles a heck of a lot. He's, he was, had two hands about every time he went into the middle of the line, he's gotten the message. I don't like the way, uh, uh, Madison carries the ball when he goes in the line, he's too loose with it. And he, he, again, once again, fumbled himself. The other day so uh it's it's something i got to clean up obviously i mean yes it's it's low-hanging fruit but it it's it puts you behind i mean right away now you lose the fact that you got that kickoff you lose that first drive and you're already digging out of the hole and you're probably playing catch up the rest of the way sooner or later it's going to come back to haunt you and it did all right so you want to talk about dobbs magic and so do i you know off script dodge dobbs is my favorite dobbs i mean when he he does stuff out of the pocket, off schedule, as they call it. Uh, he made two great plays. That play, that touchdown pass to Oliver was phenomenal. How he again eludes a sack and, and and makes that Pat Mahomes like throw, and then his his scramble for a touchdown up the middle. That was that was off schedule as well. I mean, we don't have that with our previous quarterback, and it's great to see. And he extended the magic for another half a game, but but it eventually went away. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's not hyperbole to say that when he scrambled over to the sideline, you know, you know, well, first of all, Kirk wouldn't have been over there. Um, he'd have been either, you know, you know, putting a ball in a, in a tight window or getting sacked or, you know, um, but for him to go up for Dobbs to go over there, it's not hyperbole to say that's that's a Patrick Mahomes play. That yeah. is Patrick Mahomes. And that's what makes Patrick Mahomes great. You know, Patrick does it all the time. Uh, Dobbs is certainly Dobbs is auditioning for quarterback of this team next year. And 
we'll see how it all plays out. But there's a lot more good than there's there's a hell of a lot more good than there is bad right now. Yeah. You're going to go over the sideline, and, and basically it's like you're thinking that throw it away, don't take the sack, don't get stripped of the ball, whatever. And then he just pulls up and, and throws that to, to Oliver. And then the, the touchdown run, um, you know, that's that's decisive, that's quick, that's speed, that's, you know, having enough, you know, lead in the pencil that if people are jostling you about, you can get through and get in the end zone. Uh, that's, you know, drawback would be that, you know, you can get hurt doing that. But, you know, this is how this team has to is going to win is is with this guy. And it's amazing to me that that you lose a Kirk Cousins who is playing as well as he is, and, and that's why everybody's all excited, of course. And I don't. This shouldn't take too much of the shine off. I mean, they still can beat the Bears and go into the into the bye with a, in a hell of a great position. Yeah. Um, but you know, this the fact that they are still in a position where the team believes, the players believe, the coaches, the fans believe that they can still do whatever they were going to do with Kirk is incredible. When you think this guy wasn't even on the roster three weeks ago. Yeah, it is. It you know and. With every bit of <clears throat> magic he throws out there, it has to be tempered with the reality of the guy is only – he wasn't on the roster three weeks ago. He is still learning. He still is getting used to the players and their tendencies. I mean, he doesn't know. Like, that's where you know, everybody says, oh, Kirk would have won that game, you know, on the last drive. Well, he probably wouldn't have scored those two touchdowns earlier, maybe not. You know, so you can't say that, but that's what people are saying. But uh, in the last series, Denver, which has a good defense – they blitzed the heck out of him. And with he, he's not been around these players long enough to have in his mind, this guy's going to be there. I've, I've got to throw it. You know, I, I think the offensive line let him down a little bit. And he looked frazzled as heck, certainly on that last drive. And for I, I thought nervous for a good part of the game because he's still getting used to it and trying to figure it out. We have to, we have to take that in consideration when we, when we say, oh, my God. The season's over. Dobbs can't do it. He's not the guy. No, I, I don't see nervousness at all. I, I see a guy that's a little bit. Yeah, I, I don't see nervousness. I see a guy that's that's capable of making a lot of plays with his legs, and he's he's you know he is moving around with his legs, but he's also walking looking downfield. And the fact that he had he doesn't have time, you know, with these guys, he doesn't have time with the plays. There's, uh, you know, there's uh, an urgency to him to like you know you know. Uh, he, he'll, he'll, he may do a three, a three sixty turn, and he still keeping plays alive. I don't see nervousness. I just see a you know, like guy that's that's trying to survive this this chaotic situation that he's put into, and he's doing a pretty good job of doing it. You know, at the at the end, you know, if, if they're blitzing him, and you know, his his scrambles for twenty yards aren't gonna, or his you know scrambling's not gonna really hurt him as much. Uh, you know, they, they they can go after him, and yeah, and that, that's where you're gonna see. Um, you know, this isn't, you know, Kirk where he's had, he's made the same throw 600,000 times and to the same guy at the same spot yeah. you know, and, and kind of moved down the field. But in saying that we've seen a hell of a lot of drives where Kirk wasn't the magical guy that he was last year for those, those 11 drives or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, you know, so it's not like this is an automatic thing while well, Kirk would have done this Kirk. No, I mean, we know enough about Kirk Cousins that, you know, the, the inconsistencies that we can't say automatically what Kirk would have done. Uh, and that, and frankly, that's unfair to Kirk. It's unfair to Dobbs. This is what you got. And the fact that you're still can win games is, is people should be uh, appreciate that more. I would think. 
There is a little bit, uh, one little little play there that that concerns me a little bit going forward. That the, the play where Dobbs was getting sacked and he was almost going down to his knees and he throws that one, just a prayer out there that should have been picked off to Addison and and yeah. it was so short. And even they showed him on camera at Dobbs afterwards. The guy says, "I think he's kind of happy he got away with that." All of a sudden, they close up on of Dobbs. He's going. Whoo! Like he knew, he knew he should have never let that one. Well, it, it, it that you know, if you you mirror that with, uh, of course, TJ was more open, uh, but that one where he just kind of chucked it like a shot put to uh, TJ, and I think the ball is just floating around. And uh, I, I, someone said it in the press box, and I thought the same thing. It was like, was that was like that? That's Case Keenum, that's Case Keenum, 2017 stuff, because because the ball just hung there like a punt. And TJ catches it for 29 yards. Um, but, yeah, he's going to have to not do – yeah, that I would think is going to get cleaned up by uh, by your quarterback guru, head coach. Uh, you know, I, we appreciate all you're doing for us, but don't do that. Because that's that came right before the field goal, I believe, that put him up. Or Yeah, I think it came late enough. It was you – know, that was like, wow, you don't do that. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, so I mean, and, and some of that's you know, new team doesn't know where the players are going to be. Doesn't know, doesn't it isn't instinctual yet to, to have that map in his head, you know. Uh, but the I'm hoping that a rocket scientist will figure it out. So anyway, I'm getting all worked up here. I got to take a break, and we'll come back, and I'll get Mark going on Madison versus Chandler because uh, you know everybody wants to hear about that. So come on back to Vikings territory breakdown. Welcome back to Vikings Territory Breakdown with Mark Craig from the Star Tribune. I was so worked up I didn't even introduce you, Mark. That's Mark Craig from the Star Tribune. Wow. I guess I need no introduction. No, that's true. You don't. But uh, there you got one anyway. Um, you know, looking at Twitter X uh, during the game, after the game, people, fans are apoplectic about. They are on X? X? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. It's a little bit of a shock uh, about the uh, running back situation. You know, they, the the Vikings actually had a decent running game going. On they had Sunday. a great one going. Yeah, they had real. Yeah, they did. That's the best run the ball in in long time. Exactly, and and Madison did pretty good if he freaking hang on to the ball. But uh, uh, Chandler comes in there and gives him a burst and does something else and does so many different things. People want Madison no longer the starter and Chandler in there. Um, I don't know. What do you think, Mark? You know, like I said, I, I, I was pleased. Someone must've just screamed at him on the sidelines, get your hands and secure that ball, you know, because Chandler was really covering up as he went through. Uh, what do you think about this, this, this conundrum here? Is it going to change? I know you've advocated it in the past, but uh, what is, is there some stubborn reason for KOC won't change it up? Should he not change it up just because everybody's crabbing about it on online? What what's your what's your thoughts on this whole situation? Well, I think I think he will change it. I think that fumble will will change things in practice this week. I think I think you'll see the roles reversed. Really? Uh, you know, I, I don't know. If they should be. I mean, if, if people going crazy on X or whatever, they they have they're justified because frankly, Chandler is the better running back. And Madison is Madison. Madison did really. That was I think they they combined for about 150 yards. I think mm -hmm. both of their averages were really high. Um, Chandler's was higher because he had fewer carries and about the same yards. Um, they were very good. One two, one two. Um, you know, uh, 
Madison's, especially at a time where now we're talking about turnovers again, and and O'Connell has, you know, he got real tough with the team early on about the turnovers, and they were going to scour, they, you know, they've scoured the internet, and they have all these gadgets to to practice not fumbling, and then to see Madison go through the line carrying it like this, right? Uh, and the ball, it wasn't one of these, you know, modern day where they're winding up and punching the ball. And that was kind of like, you know, swatted it away. Yep. I think I think that changes some things. I, I, I'm not sure, and I don't know that he's even been asked, but I, I got to write it down to to ask him, like, what is it? You know, what I mean, not that Madison's terrible, but when you see the two of them run and you see the two uh, with similar size creases, and what one what and one of them, you know, is is a he's just a better running back. He's a better instinctive running back, and the other one's good, but you know, he's a backup. Is it, is it pass like, protection, Mark? Because well, Chandler missed one and it got it turned into yeah, a Chandler. Ball. Chandler missed one, but Chandler also had one a nice pickup. Mm. Uh, it was a red zone play, I believe. He had a nice pickup where he st- he stepped up and got the guy. Uh, the interception, now, you know. So I guess you could kind of say that you know that each one had a hand in a turnover because Chandler did step up and or tried to block the guy that that hit. Dobbs's arm and that ended up with the interception that was at the at the nine yard line. So yeah, but I think in you know, I, I still want to see Madison. I don't want to see him benched. I don't want to see him disappear, but I just would like to see Chandler with more carries, just like I would have liked to have seen Akers with more carries. And I think that was go, maybe going that way. But you know, Chandler uh, overall, I think that the way they ran the ball was uh you know, even better than uh, there was a game earlier in the year where they really forced it. They came out with like six straight runs, and they were like, "Look at our running game!" And they they lost the game. It might have been the Chargers game, I think. Uh, it's like, yeah, you, okay, you, I think you did run the ball better, but it's, it's it seemed forced. You know, it didn't it didn't mesh. You know, I thought, but this one this one was nice, and this was a I thought was a real except for the fumble, of course, but this was a good a good running game for them. I thought. Is you know I, the reason I bring up the pass protection. If if one is uh, markedly better than the other at that skill, does that then not give the defense a clue that if one guy's in there, okay, this might be play action because this guy's you know Madison's in there, so he can pass protect better than Chandler, and and it's going to be you know vice versa. They, uh, is is that play into the the, the quarter or the coaches well, think? Sure, or? yeah, I, I think you can't you can't like have an obvious tell when you come in. Right. I mean, if, if all they wanted, if if the pass protection, if you just want to allow, okay, we need pass protection on this play, you'd have the, the those two guys sit down and CJ Ham would come in and line up at tailback, you know. And, yeah. Well, uh, you know, and you know, not 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 the CJ can't run the ball as well, but uh, not as well as they do. Um, but yeah, you gotta have a. I mean, that, that's why typically when a you know you'll say rookies are you know need to learn how to pass protect first because you can't just stick them out there to run and stuff like that. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I would, I would just like to see Chandler get more carries and and a little bit more carries and Madison to get a little fewer carries. Were, were we seeing a, a success in the running game because they were going against a defense that's not very good against the run, or should, can we expect uh, you know, more of it? Possibly, but I. I feel like it was, you know, there was some hard running. I mean, Madison, Madison always runs hard, but yep. it's almost like he was running harder with it, with actually like looking to see what was going on. He wasn't just like running into a wall. Uh, he, he and they were spinning and stuff. Uh, I thought it was a, it was. I mean, that's possible because you know all opponents are different, but uh, I feel, you know, that 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 the blocking, there was a lot. It was a very determined 
uh, aggressive effort blocking and running. Um, I want to talk about the offensive line first versus defense. I, I, I thought the offensive line did some, some of their better run blocking, obviously, this year, but their pass protecting wasn't great, especially in the last one. But you wrote in one of your five extra points for the Star Tribune, I think that uh, this was not not the defense that gave up 70 points to Miami, was it? This was uh, – No, and, and, you know, you start looking at stats, almost like like um, all this popular league, the, the stats site should just have like a last three games or, you know, something where, you know, because the, the – the, the Broncos defense is probably going to be stuck in last place. When you give up 70 points in one game, I think they were still, you know, last in points allowed heading into that game. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, in the last three games over four weeks, they were number one in the league, 16 points allowed. They held the uh, the Chiefs to 19 points and lost. And then they held the Chiefs to eight points two, three, or two weeks later and won. Uh, you know, I know the Chiefs, start their offense right now is not, what it was even last year, or certainly not with Tyreek Hill, but it's still Patrick Mahomes in a pretty good offense. Um, so they, you know, they, they shut them down. They shut the Packers down, which not isn't the greatest, but they Packers didn't score in the first half on them. So you know, this is a, it's a, it's a good. It, maybe it's a middle of the road defense. It's a, it's a good defense that was on a roll. Uh, so they didn't lose to some, you know, they didn't lose to the Panthers or. Yeah. Or even the Patriots now, you know, the worst teams in the league, you know. Yeah, giving up 70 points, that's like playing an extra game. It's like my on my golf game when I get a 10 on the first hole and I go to tally up the rest of my score. It's like, God, I played an extra hole here. <laughs> right. <laughs> Double par five. Um, yeah, what they did lose against was uh, that jackass uh, Sean Payton. I'm not a fan of that dude. And uh, – uh, uh, it was really hoping to beat him. The look on his face when he come across and was victory. I mean, people are trying to draw the parallels between <clears throat> the uh, Bounty Gate Sean Payton and this one because he's got defenders that are coming in and just blowing people up. I mean, uh, uh, Alexander Madison got hit one time when he was being held up, and he kind of wobbled like he got drilled in the head too, and and no call, I suppose, because he's a running back. It's just like they got to be coaching that stuff over there. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, well, they certainly they were coaching it <laughs> Bounty Gate. I mean, that's so that why the guys had to spend a year on the bench. Um, there was a, yeah, and I guess this is the Minnesotan coming out. I've been here long enough. I can so I can say a call they missed on the like. It was a punt return where, you know, Powell is probably four yards out of bounds, and they popped him, knocked him over. Yep. I know the Vikings sideline went crazy on that one. They, they didn't call that. So, Yeah, I'll but, bet they've never said I'm, that in Cleveland, have they? I'm one of you now, Joe. I, the, yeah, the damn Lord. referees. <laughs> We're just again, Joe. No, you're just you're just channeling your inner Sid, then. That's that's what you're doing. You've been uh, Star Tribune. Sid would always come, you know, say, hey, the – they're gonna get a. They're gonna get a, a letter from the league saying that they they screwed up. Okay, well, they did. They better. They better have gotten one on the on the Dobbs play because that was that was pretty dang obvious. Um, was was KOC too conservative on that last second to last drive when they they went in for the field goal? They got a field goal and, and we really could have used a touchdown. There was three runs. Uh, uh, kind of into the middle of the line, maybe setting up the field goal water. If they had just pushed a little harder, they could have got a first down, run some more time off the clock and made it, you know, 
made it really tough. But they they ran. It's almost like they were they were setting up it. Is 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 that him getting too conservative and well, and still feeling know, that play call in the first half that cost him a. Uh, you know, I, I mean, he got conservative again at, at the end of the Saints game, uh, second half of the Saints game. They won. You know, uh, he got he maybe it is you know maybe it's a it's a little bit of conservative, but don't give me perspective. Had, uh, don't give me context, Mark. Don't give me that. But he also had a situation where you know he, you know they did have the quarterback his arm get hit on an yeah. all-out blitz and, and it was interception. So it's you know I, I guess I can't fault him where his team's at, where his quarterback's at, to try and you know get to the end of the game without a fourth turnover, you know what I mean? So it was a game where they were turning the ball over. They weren't getting takeaways. So I guess I can't fault him too much for that. It's, um, you know, they, right. they put themselves, you know, I, I just think if you, if you get crazy in that situation, uh, you're looking at, you know, maybe a strip sack or something. So I guess I, I can't think, beat him up for that one. I think when you go out to uh, TCO today, you should ask him that since he's already pissed at you. You don't have any, you got, you don't have anything to lose anymore. So just ask KFC. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, he, he's, not the, he's not the pissed kind of guy. He's, he's, uh, he's pretty even keel, but. Uh... <laughs> anyway, we've gone about halfway through the show without mentioning the defense. So that, the defense, uh, they played a really good game yesterday. And you said it up at the beginning, uh, uh, you know, that the people are going to remember that last drive. I'm still remembering because they, they just shut, they just shut down Russell Wilson. He was checked down Charlie for, for three and a half quarters of that game. And all of a sudden, then he looked like Russell Wilson again. And, uh, so that, that still sticks in your craw, but, uh, um, how do you think the defense have played? I mean, you know, I was tra- – you say you were tracking the the third downs, and it was amazing. Uh, they were 0 for 5. Denver was 0 for 5 on third down in the first half, 0 for 7 well into the third quarter, 1 for 8 on the game. Or no, 2 for 12 on the game, I'm sorry, and uh, because of that last uh, drive. I mean, that's, that's, that's great defense. That's phenomenal defense. And even though they're losing Hicks and, and – uh, uh, Caleb Evans was out. That that was uh, uh, quite a performance by that defense. Yeah, I mean, it, it was their first third down conversion comes in the last play of the third quarter. It's a sneak, you know. So it, passing the ball, uh, Wilson was only like one of, I want to say one of about ten or one of nine or ten uh, conversion, you know, converting. And so he was like completed like four of nine passes for like 27 yards, one first down. But when did it happen? <laughs> At the end of the game when they absolutely need it's it's vintage. This guy's eight and one against the Vikings now. And that that doesn't have a whole lot to do with because there, there aren't a whole lot of guys left from you know when he was beating them with the Seahawks. Um but it's vintage Russell Wilson where he can kind of look sloppy and gets he gets sacked a lot. Uh didn't he should got sacked more in this game, but there was some pressure, and so he doesn't look really good on third downs until they need a you know he he fails on a third down conversion, so now it's fourth and three. And what does he do? He lobs that ball over Ivan Pace perfectly into the the hands of the receiver. They get the penalty, but they also get the catch. And then uh, later in that drive, they con- he converts a third down with his arm. Um, so. And now that was, uh, you know, that, that was a, basically a running back that was uncovered. You know, that's a busted coverage on the Vikings. Um, so, yeah, it was if, when they needed Russell Wilson to be Russell Wilson of, you know, two, three, four years ago, 
he did it. And uh, the Vikings fans have been been watching that for a long time. Yeah, tough. Um, in 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 their uh, defense, the the defense is for four straight games. The Vikings haven't allowed a TD in the first half. That's the first time that's happened in Minnesota for twelve years. But on the on the other side of that, they did allow a field goal at the end of the half. If Metellus hangs on to that 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 pass break up in the end zone, that then they, they that could have won the game too. There's a three point difference, and and then they let up a ch- touchdown at the end of the the second half. So, uh, what changes? You know, I mean, what changes between the rest of the game and and those moments? I, I know they have different offense. They have their two minute offense. They have their four minute offense, but. What 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 do defenses do to they do they lay back or why 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 is it easier to run up the field right before the clock goes out on you? Well, I think offenses get into a hurry up mode. Um, you don't you know if you don't have substitutions as much. You um, you know you put Russell Wilson in a situation like that enough times, he's going to find a way and you know to to move the ball on you and. That's what happened. You know, maybe fatigue's a little bit of a factor, but they, they were put in situations, you know, horrible situations three times, two times especially, and held them to field goals. Yeah. Um, you know, so, you know, the defense, yeah, they could have played better at the end. Maybe a Caleb, instead of a Blackman kind of standing there and waiting, letting him catch the ball and trying to swat it, it was like, it almost reminded me like, you know, when Rocky came out to the, the center of the ring and they, and he put his hands up and he tried to knock uh, Drago's things down and couldn't do it. So it was like, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to swap in Cortland Sutton. I think it was Cortland Sutton. Yeah. You know, doesn't move. It's like, you know, it's a big enough receiver that like, what are you doing? You're trying to knock this ball out. Um, Get away from me. So, and, and Metellus loses, you know, we talked about that off, off the air here, but right. I, 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 track and, you know, you know, Josh is Josh is having a Pro Bowl caliber type of year, but he's not he's not going to be a deep cover safety. Uh, you know, he, he should have he should definitely have had that interception. Yeah, he had uh, he had Sutton off the line, and then he he kind of bails away from him, and all of a sudden, uh, Mikel Blackman, Mikai Blackman's got to choose between two players, so he's late getting to Sutton because if he's a little closer. You could either knock it out better, or maybe even push him out of bounds. Yeah, I mean that's you know that's a rookie, and that's uh, that's at a position where they didn't have a guy uh, that was hurt. Um, so, but yeah, it, it I have a hard time. The defense played well enough to win. Uh, yeah. This is a this was an offense. I mean, and the offense had some great, you know, off script plays that that are you know like hey, this team still has a chance uh, to win any game they're in, but. Ultimately, their turnovers is what lost the game for them. Uh, they lost, uh, speaking of losses, they lost Dean Lowry. Uh, 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 Torres pec muscle, and he's out for the season. Uh, he just got back from injury. And uh, how bad does that hurt us? And are they going to get, uh, what's his name, the defense, or the uh, the guy they got from the Saints, I can't even think of his name. He's been on the field a little bit this year. Uh, uh, well, Davenport. Yeah. Davenport. Yeah, Davenport was a – you know, Devin, the Davenport injury hasn't been felt as much as you you uh, we thought I thought it would be because because DJ Wonham has really stepped up. Uh, yes. Pat Jones has really stepped up. So you're seeing 98, 91 with some pressures that you weren't seeing before. I think they're getting a lot of mileage out of DJ Wonham and uh, uh, Davenport. I think you know the, the brief time that he was healthy and played would be nice to have. Um, you know, I, I don't know I whether he gets back and then he'd have to have a 
He'd have to have a period where he practices. I, I would not count on him being much of a factor the rest of the year because he's wow. got he's got to come back. He's got to get ready. I mean, look at you know uh, now they they probably might not be as careful with him as they are with Jefferson, but Jefferson came back and practiced. You know, he's still practicing. He hasn't been put back on the field yet. Um, but yeah, it's uh, and as far as Dean Lowry, you know, Dean's a nice guy. I like Dean, but um, he hasn't brought a lot of pop to the defense. I don't think. Uh, I think they got guys in there that uh, that are you know Bullard, um, Harrison Phillips. I think is playing has played you know yeah. he's coming on. He's playing really well. Um, I think Tonga made a couple nice you know stops early or in that game. Uh, but I, no, Dean doesn't. I think they can recover from from that one. That's how about saying that because they, it's like. Uh, he's not terrible, but it's like, yeah, you know, but it's the nature of the game. You know, you're going to have injuries. And- um, uh, Troy Dye came in for Hicks. Uh, Ivan Pace took over the calls. Pace had led the team into tackles with nine. Troy Dye only had one. Uh, is that a problem as far as him replacing uh, Hicks for these? Well, certainly. And and I saw, I don't know how, I didn't check how many snaps Anthony Barr played. Uh, yeah, yeah. Full of snaps. Yeah, I mean, Hicks was playing extremely well. Hicks, you know, there was a third down against the Saints, uh, the first coming coming out of the halftime where he fills the hole, Harrison Phillips, and he had that stop on third one, which I thought was a hidden play in that game. Um, yeah, I mean, he's a veteran. Be careful with him, aren't they, Mark? I mean, bringing Hicks back because they're, they're going to want him for the stretch run in a lot of ways they want Well, Justin. yeah. And, yeah, know. I mean, he's on injured reserve. And, and so right. he's got three, he got three more games. Uh, he had the surgery for whatever that contusion was. I, I'm not sure exactly what his injury, the extent of his injury, but that, yeah, that's, you know, I can't just, I can't imagine him just coming back after four games and everything's all right. But um, yeah, that, that, that's a big blow that losing Hicks is a, is a veteran presence. It's, it's, it's a guy who's got, who's got, who's got experience, but he's still got the young enough legs and, and then ability to move around. Yeah, that that's a it's a that's a real hard one to replace. Plus, he was calling the defense and and, and doing all that stuff as well. So I gotta uh, mention his name again, just so if he ever tunes in, that he knows how much we love him. And please don't go, Brian Flores. I mean, he's piecing it together back there with some some injuries, and he just keeps uh, the defense keeps turning up great performances week after week and keeping this team in chances to win their games. Yeah, I, I think he's doing an exceptional job and. He's also doing it with, um, you know, he doesn't have elite corners, even when they're healthy. Caleb Evans, Byron Murphy, um, you know, the, the, what they do at the slot corner and, and, and with some safeties and stuff like that. He's not winning with, like, shutdown corners by any stretch of the imagination, but he's he's still able to, to get the rush and, and, and good cover. He's getting a lot out of his safeties. My goodness, it's, um, you know, with how many safeties. I mean, Ty – um, Theo Jackson has a rush from the a gap on a pressure late in the game. That's like, you know, that's your, what your third, fourth safety That's your fourth safety, you know, with a, with a, with a critical pressure in a situation. And so he's, yeah, Brian's getting a lot out of, uh, the, the hole, you know, he's got talent, but he's getting a lot out of the, the whole, uh, the whole product. Yeah. Um, I got to mention the special teams because I flipping love that fake punt. I mean, it was actually, I thought about it before I said, 
thought this would be a nice time for a fake punt. The only reason I thought about that is because Sean Payton likes to do those. And I thought about him doing one earlier in the game. And I look back and I'm thinking, no, Sean Payton shouldn't have done it because his team couldn't move the ball. That would be a waste of uh, time to do a fake punt. You know, you got to do it when it was crucial. And they called it at the right time. 31 yards to Ty Chandler to the direct snap. Great call. Great execution. Should have led him to victory, but it did not. Yeah, and I think the other thing, good thing about or good and bad, but the um, you know they faced the the uh, Marvin Mims is a rookie for that plays for them. It, it, he's number one in punt returns, number one. I don't know if he has enough to count, but not uh, in the actual league standings. But um, has was averaging over twenty yards in punt return, they're over thirty three some in kick return. Well, you know they have the you know especially in Denver where you can just kick the ball into the stands on kickoffs. Um, <laughs> You know, the, he didn't have a kickoff return. He didn't have a punt return because uh, the only bad part about the punt team was Najee. You know, I, I absolutely love Najee uh, Thompson, but uh, he's a great personality. He's a great spirit. He's a great energy. He's a really fantastic special teams player. He lost track of two balls that could have been inside the five. Right, right. Uh, which end up as touchbacks, which puts uh, rights. Um, you know, the, that's where the gunners, but, you know, he's. Uh, Wright is dropping it where he needed to drop it, and but his gunner lets him down, and so he ends up with a, like a 27-yard net because right. of two really good punts that end up being 48 and 47 yards. You know that could have been a I don't know that that impacted you know affected the game or anything, but you sure you know you you put you start them down at the two-yard three-yard line with a Brian Flores defense. You, you know you could be looking at pick sixes, you could be looking at safeties. Right. Uh, stuff like that. So that that was two things. I think overall, yeah, special teams uh, helped them out. But yeah. Talking, you know, Joseph. You know, is when you're not talking about Greg Joseph, that means he's he's knocking them through. And I was just going to. I was going to say you mentioned the kicking it out of the end zone. Well, that's the shame about this whole thing. You didn't need to get him that many yards in that last drive to get him in position for the game-winning field goal. And and at mile high, you it's gonna. He could have he could have knocked in a fifty five yarder like it was forty five. Well, I think that uh, um, I think Seaford asked him about what was your get to point. You know yeah. that you needed to, to I forget what he said a uh, forty eight, which would make it about a you know sixty four yarder. Um, <laughs> so you know that they would have uh, you know we could have seen yeah we could have seen a because yeah. he he did have the what the sixty one yarder. On Christmas Day or Christmas Eve last year, right? right? The Giants. Well, on that note, I'm gonna have to go cry in my coffee for or my tea for a little while. So let's take a quick break. We'll come back and finish up with Vikings Territory Breakdown. Welcome back, folks. Vikings Territory Breakdown with Mark Craig from the Star Tribune, who 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 doesn't need an introduction, but we could give to him anyway. What the hell? Uh, I have more complaints. I talked about the penalties, but I'm mentioning them again. Good for Jackson getting suspended four games. A little late. Should have called the penalty. That's pretty lame. DJ uh, Hawkinson, yeah, you know, on that, well, can't remember what drive it was, but two passes out to him. They were a little high, but he's a big, tall dude. He goes up and he, he reaches up to catch him, and the defenders on him is swatting it out of there. He's got to get stronger hands. Get one of those things where, you, you know, you squeeze it so you get stronger hands. Come on, DJ. You're killing the Vikings, and you're killing my fantasy team. All right. Uh, Mark, I, you know, Vikings didn't blitz on that last drive when, when they, much when they went down there. And, and the uh, Broncos did on the Vikings' last drive. 
did you do you agree disagree with that? You know, should they have been going after Russell Wilson on that last drive? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to like say Brian Foy should put more pressure, but uh, yeah, maybe a little bit at the end. Uh, um, I mean, I feel like overall the pressure was good on him throughout the game, but you know, Wilson was a guy in the previous three games had been sacked 11 times total, 30 times for the year. So I've always said, even when he was younger, it's like he was a, he's like the most, like a, he's a great escape artist, but he still took a lot of sacks. Yeah. Uh, so maybe a little bit more pressure on him in that situation, I suppose. Yeah. I saw this online. It's the only reason I bring it up, but uh, the the tanking crowd, the Thanksgiving crowd, want to uh, want Jaron Hall to play quarterback next <laughs> Monday night. Uh, oh my God, <laughs> that, can't, that can't be serious, right? Or I don't know. They said they want to look at him. You know, look yeah. at him the rest of the way so they can make their decisions. You know, you know the Vikings he, he, have an eighty percent chance to make the playoffs right now, better than eighty percent at this, and we're still with the uh, favorable schedule. And they want to, they want to do that. So, what do you think? Yeah, well, I, it, it's the the <laughs> only reason that the only reason that they're still that you're still that they still have a chance to win is because they 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 you know they got a quarterback that can you know can do all the things he does. Um, well, know, so, Jaron, he can move. He can move. Well, I mean, let's see. Let's watch. Yeah. You know, the only uh, thing I would say is he knows it all. Better than Dobbs. Jaron Hall knows the offense better than Dobbs. Oh my God! Now that it's just not going to mean enough as a rookie because he was in OTAs, you know, going through like some different things. I think Dobbs. You know, we see what Dobbs can do on four or five days. We've seen that he can win a game when he starts on his second week. You know, the fact that he didn't win on Denver. This wasn't Josh Freeman against the uh, the Giants or the Jets. Yes, it was the Giants. Giants against the Giants. Yeah, you know, when the ball was rattling around the stands, uh, the, you know, it wasn't a humiliating, ridiculous. Oh my God, this guy's not an NFL quarterback. This was just a team that got beat. Um, you know, and and this guy did a lot of great things in that game. Uh, I, I I I guess you know everybody's entitled to their own opinion, but to, for me, it's like I. If I was a Vikings fan, I would be like, you know, thanking my lucky stars that you're still in a situation at Thanksgiving after losing the guy who was playing quarterback better than anybody in the league, that you still have a chance to do everything that you could have done with with Kirk. Yeah, right. Well, um, all right. You know, I've just befuddled you with this silliness, but I I just want to ask you anyway. I'm going to throw it out there. How do you what do you just want them to do at this position next year? You know, uh, right, you can't now, that right now. Can't, I know you can't do it now, but what I mean, I, I've been on record and I'll say it again. I want Kirk Dobbs and Jaron Hall, I'll let the other two guys go and and have, you know, I'm uh, Jaron Hall's on a rookie quarterback uh, contract. Uh, Dobbs would probably need a raise. He'd probably want to go somewhere else. And uh, Kirk, hopefully a, a friendly contract. But what what do you think they should do and what do you think they will do? Come on. Well, I, I don't think that Kirk's going to give him a friend-friendly contract. I mean, Kirk, uh, one of the sticking points this year to giving him an extension was he wasn't going to take less than Daniel Jones. And if I'm Kirk, I probably, yeah, I agree with that. I, you know, I'm not going to sign for less than Daniel Jones. That was forty million dollars uh, a year. So yeah, I, I'd be great if you like if Kirk came back and played one more year at a, you know, team-friendly contract and Dobbs backed him up and then Dobbs became the quarterback in 2025 and we all 
and Jaron Hall comes along. Um, but that's probably not going to happen. I think, I think uh, Dobbs is clearly auditioning for the starting quarterback for next season. Uh, you think and he's capable of, of, of becoming that guy? I mean, I, I still well, worry. We got, we, I what, history, no? what, what week are we in? It's, this is week 12 coming up. I yeah. mean, we have how many games left? Six, seven games, six, seven games left, six games left. Yeah. Is that right? Do my math for me. No, um, they're, they're, you have a month and a half. Five, of, six games left. Six yeah, games. So a month and a half left in the regular season. That's that's an eternity in the NFL. And then you have a potentially a playoff game. So to answer that now would be ridiculous because we could be looking at they get into the playoffs. They go to, you know, uh, to me a good like a good uh, first round. Say say Detroit's number two and the Vikings are number seven. You don't think that that has a little bit of upset feel to it, you know, like you Vikings go to Detroit, you know, I, I mean, those teams attend like Vikings last year, you know, being a three, three seed, you know, and here come the giants. We had just, they had just beaten the giants a month earlier. That had a huge upset feel to me. Yeah. So it's like if Josh Dobbs, they get into the playoffs and Josh Dobbs would were to win a game. Do you think, yeah, that you don't think he's going to probably be the starting quarterback next year? Yeah, uh, I do. Really? I, I'm not ready to say that yet, but that, I, I think that's uh, – I, I love you at least saying that because I'm going to ask you this every week. Well, as we the, pick it down. The, reason, the reason that you can't, like uh, – you know, the, the, unlike years and you know, decades and decades ago, the players have a huge say in where, where they play and yeah. how much money they'll take. So, you know – it didn't make sense this year for them to extend Kirk Cousins. Do you think, you know, being 36 years old, uh, having a coming off an Achilles, the fact that he's not going to probably he's not going to want to sign for one year, he's not going to want to take less money than Daniel Jones, that that all works together for him. If Dobbs, if if Dobbs plays really well and gets him into the playoffs and wins a game, you know, I keep thinking he's only 20. He's in his 20s. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, that's just my opinion, but we got a long way before they make that decision. I keep getting this image of someone lifting up Kirk Cousins by his Achilles tendon and dipping him in a pool of money of gold. You know, if you know the Achilles legend, the, the, the woman or the mother dipped Achilles in wow. this pool and that's why the Achilles tendon it was not protected it's because she was hanging on to him there. That's so. right. That's what I'm seeing with Kirk. See, you're, you're, see there, you just showed you're as smart as Josh. <laughs> Are you yeah. a, so? Do you like rockets too? No, I'm just full of BS. So, uh, uh, the Lions showed what a good team does. They 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 beat the Bears at the end after trailing the whole game and just walked down there. That's they're they're going to be. I think the the, the biggest uh, loss. I mean, you said they lost the game. It was their time to lose. It was a correct game correction game. But I thought they I think they lost their chance at the division on Sunday, the Vikings. Because, yeah, who knows? Yeah, who knows? You got two I games. Mean, against it, it, now it's, now it's out of out of your hands. Somebody else has. Oh, to for sure. Yeah, it's, well, it's been out of their hands for a while. Well, they had I mean, two. All, games. all Detroit, all Detroit's got to do is just win, and then keep. Yeah. But like, when you start looking down the road, it's you know, do you think the perception of the Cincinnati game changed? Uh, oh, uh, yes. Two yeah. Thursday, uh, Thursday night, uh, a week ago. You know, now instead of playing uh, Joe Burrow and and uh, Jamar Chase, they're playing Big Browning. Big Browning. Yeah, I mean, 
I was pretty pumped. I've got a bet with my cousin each year, and I've got the Vikings winning 11 games, and I had it saying, okay, they'll split with Detroit and lose versus Cincy and win the rest. Well, that kind of went by the wayside. Now they got to win – now they got to you know win all those games. Plus they got to uh, win one in Detroit. You know they only got one more game to lose, or I lose the bet. So, yeah, I don't like your chances, but I, I like the fact that you know that the Vikings can scrap and in, in their way into the playoffs with a guy that, you know, yeah. I mean, if, if this was Nick Mullins or if this was you know Jared Hall, by you know he was in there briefly when he played, but uh, and looked like he you know can move around a little bit and stuff, but. You know, he, he wasn't going to give them what this guy could give them. And this guy gives you, I guess what I'm saying is that he doesn't give you guarantees, but he gives you hope. He gives that, he gives that team hope, which is saying a lot in today's NFL, whenever you lose your starting quarterback, because that just doesn't happen. Um, the bears, they're coming in on Monday night. It'll be three weeks in a row with, for, for the Vikings not playing at noon, which I don't like, but uh, I really don't like it. you don't like it. Well, yeah. Whenever, whenever you're sitting there, like with your head down, and the fourth quarter is going on, and you're trying to write something for print, right? Some piece of crap for print, and then you're trying. Oh, sorry. And then, uh, you know, you know, it, it's the deadlines are terrible for for the night games, and right. they're getting worse as newspapers transition to not being actual print papers. So that, that stinks. Um, yeah, but but yeah, the the, the Bears. I, I just watched that game this morning. Um, Justin Fields looked outstanding for like up until they got to the end and they got too conservative. He was outside the pocket. He was, this guy looks so comfortable outside the pocket when he's moving around. He knows when to run. He know his, he's more accurate. He's more comfortable throwing. So they had all that going for him. And the, the defense intercepted uh, golf three times. They got another takeaway. Everything was going for him. You know, they had it all set up. And then they got to the end, and they were leading by 12 with like three or four minutes left. They got ultra conservative. They kept uh, Fields in the pocket. He just did um, right before the game-winning drive, two handoffs. Second one might have been a read option, but, you know, he's still in the pocket, and he's not that type of player. It was KOC. And they, and they throw a deep ball, and Sorry. it's straight out. They like take 15 seconds off the clock, and then here comes Detroit down the field, and they score, and they win the game. Well, you know, the the Bears are defense is 26th against the pass, which should help the Vikings a little bit, and 28th in points allowed, so they should be able to score some points if they hang on to the freaking ball. Big question for me, and I, I think I already know the answer. I think what I think is J.J. coming back. You think yes or no? Are they going to hold him out for oh, through the bye? I mean, it, you know, we're, we're, it's Tuesday. We're, you know, don't know enough, but, you know, there hasn't been any injury reports issued. I think – they, I think he plays this week. You know, I mean, logic would say maybe uh, if, if they'd won, you know, you rest him, come out of the bye. Uh, but this is uh, we've heard we've heard a lot of, you know, and, and it it's an elevated game by being a, a division game. So I think he plays. Wow, I, I'm, really? I'm not saying that based on anything I've heard out there. I think that this has a game a feel of like he's ready. They brought him back. He's you know he's not gonna he's not gonna hurt himself. He's he's at a point where he can protect himself. Uh, he's ready to go. He's they've eased him back. I think he's ready to go because it's a division game. Interesting. That's that's um, that's a good take because I, I felt the other way. I think they'll 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 uh, be cautious on the other way and not play him. But I hope he does play and I hope he's ready to go. Um, wow, look at that. We're way past over in the clock. We don't have time to talk about. Yeah. 
well, what happened with predictions last week. Uh, yes, Mark did correctly, and he's one behind me now. We will we will say that that's my Thanksgiving present to you for mentioning that. So we're down. He's down one. So I still got to go first, and I'm picking. I'm not. I almost said Bears. I'm picking the Vikings. Well, wow. Almost. The only way I'm only way I'm gonna like sneak back into this is like the, the take a, a gamble on a on the other team, uh, but I, this isn't the week to do it. I, I would not be surprised if if they come in and Justin Fields uh, and, and DJ Moore you know, score enough points to beat them. But prime time at home with Brian Flores, you know, like actually putting pressure on the quarterback and. I, there's no way I could pick the Bears. I would not be surprised if the Bears won, but I, I, I'll pick the Vikings. Sort of like you know, here's the. It's too soon to be a correction game because they haven't lost it a bunch in a row. They only lost one in a row, one game. Uh, so I'm, I'm going Vikings just to kind of they'll set things back and you know. This is your chance, Mark. You can tie me up. No, no, there's plenty. You'll, you'll, you'll become fanboy too much down the stretch. I, I, there's another. So you were a fanboy going into Denver. It's like, we won five in a row. We're really Baloney. They should have won that game. They had that game. Have, but they didn't. Say that. That's, that's the NFL. So, so I caught you in your fanboy moment of like, oh. oh, there's no way. This team, we're magic. Dobbs mania. Take us to the moon, Dobbs. Um, and I, I snuck one in there. So there, there'll be other opportunities down the road. Did you see the the Eagles beat the Chiefs last night? Did you watch? That? I, I I attempted to watch it, but uh, a travel day I was wiped out. But yeah, I, I I you know these Super Bowl rematches. I don't know what the, where the records. It always seems like first of all, it's not a Super Bowl rematch, and I even wrote that in my picks, kind of making fun of that. And what was the headline on my my picks? You know, Mark Craig picks Super Bowl rematch. And it's like it's not a Super Bowl rematch. <laughs> It's sort of like, like okay, you're old enough to remember whenever the Vikings lost to yep. uh, yeah. the game they lost to the Chiefs. Then they opened the 1970 season yeah. with the Chiefs, and they won. Uh, did that feel like you? Uh, they did it to the '72 won? Dolphins. Yeah, I mean they did it to the year they lost to the Dolphins. It wasn't that year. That wasn't the '72. Oh, they did it again. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They 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 the year they lost to the Dolphins. The next year they beat. They beat the Dolphins, right? Oh, on. so they did. So they did it twice in like yeah. four years. Oh, wow! I didn't yeah. realize that. So, so yeah, uh, yeah. It didn't surprise me. The Chiefs are a heck of a team. Or rather, the Eagles are a heck of a team. The Chiefs are. Uh, I wonder how this is going to shake out with them in the AFC. And they all played them, Mark, for most of that game last night. I was watching. I thought. I thought this was the Chiefs' game to. You know, they just kind of all of a sudden petered out. And uh, what's his face, uh, Travis? Uh, Kelsey would must have been thinking about Taylor because he drops the ball on about the seven yard line when they're going in for a, a to extend the score to a two score game and then they lost. That was yeah, so I mean, cool. you know, we're seeing maybe maybe you don't win the Super Bowl every year or you don't you don't go to the AFC Championship game like six or seven years in a row. Or, I mean, this this is a team that I mean, if, if um, Patrick Mahomes plays a, a road playoff game, but it'll be his first one. The guy the guy's a Hall of Famer now. <laughs> And he has not played a road playoff game except for the, the neutral site Super Bowls. I mean, think about that. It, 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 how accomplished his career is. He's never had to leave home and play in the, on the road in the playoffs. And yeah. so that I mean that the, their dominance with uh, with Andy Reid and, and Brett Veach and, and it's just amazing. And it's, it has it's it's more obviously it starts with Mahomes, but 
it's it's more than that. This team is their ability to stay on top is amazing. Well, you got to get over to to uh, TCO. So I got we got to we got to end this. Um, happy Thanksgiving to you, Mark. All the best. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to Mike Woldem, producer behind the scenes. Happy Thanksgiving to all you folks out there for tuning in. And happy Thanksgiving to our old buddy Joe. Until next week when we're talking about this, hope, you know, hopefully Vikings win. Uh, skull. Skull to y'all. Take care. Skull.